Welcome to Watershed's May podcast. My name is Mark Cosgrove and I'm the cinema curator here at Watershed. Filmic, which we present in partnership with music venues St George's and Colston Hall in Bristol, has allowed us to explore and present the rich seam of creative connections across the worlds of film and music. There has, of course, always been a historic link between music and film. As we know, silent film was never really silent, but would have with it an accompanied score played by in-house musicians, or indeed improvised. Or it might have been presented with live performance, maybe as part of a theatre show. Legend has it that when Salvador Dali and Louis Bunuel premiered their surrealist provocation Un Chien Andalou in Paris in 1929, they played recorded music live from a gramophone, switching between Argentinian tango and Wagner, in what must surely be the first live DJ mix to a film screening. Bunuel only added the music officially, as it were, in 1960, which gives some idea of how significant music is. Who can forget the impassioned tango music in Unchain Andalou? Yet how serendipitous it can be. I'm sure the 1960 mix was different to the live 1929 mix. Famously, composer Bernard Herrmann said that music is 50% of the meaning of the film experience. If you think about his collaboration with Hitchcock on Psycho, for example, his music is as iconic as the visuals. Or take Spielberg's Jaws, which didn't even show you the shark to the last third of the film, but used the simplicity of John Williams's to create tension. Those two, Psycho and Jaws, are classic examples of the creative relationship between the director and the composer. But what happens when you do not have the budget for a composer and you decide to tackle the music yourself? Well, if you're John Carpenter, the result is era-defining, hugely influential scores of the late 70s and early 80s for films such as Halloween and Assault in Precinct 13 that he created on an early model synthesizer. The use of this new electronic technology allowed him not only to make the most of his limited budgets, but to sound big and powerful, as Carpenter himself put it. It also allowed him to have complete artistic control and to work fast. The score to Assault and Precinct 13 was done astonishingly in a day. For Halloween, it was a more leisurely three days. Carpenter pioneered the use of the synth, its sound and versatility in film scores. If you go back to the originals, which we are doing this month, you'll hear and see the groundbreaking impact they had. As the technology was getting wider used, Carpenter's early financial necessity as the mother of invention synth scores were quickly followed by the likes of Vangelis with Chariots of Fire and Blade Runner. Probably, as canny producers realised, they could get that big and powerful sound on the cheap. But the impact on film scores was nothing short of monumental in the industry, particularly with both of Vangelis's work permeating the wider cultural airwaves. However, John Carpenter was, and still is, the influential pioneer. Our Sunday brunch season over May, as part of Filmic, screens a short season of the most influential early work. In addition to Assault in Precinct 13 and Halloween, we will screen The Fog, Escape from New York and The Thing, all from the early 80s. Each one is not only a masterclass in the use of music, but in direction and how both combined can make a huge impact on the audience's senses. Halloween's suspense and shock has become cliched, but watch the original and you can see a sophistication of style and technique which was recently referenced in my view in the excellent low-budget shocker of last year, It Follows.
In fact, Carpenter's influence can be seen to be having a resurgence, with recent films such as Midnight Special, Jeremy Solner's Blue Rain, and also his forthcoming film The Green Room, all owing a debt to Carpenter's economy of direction and impactful combination of visual style and music. Finally, word about The Thing, which was Carpenter's remake of the 1952 B-movie, The Thing from Another Planet. Here he was working with a larger budget and gave the composing duties to the legendary composer Ennio Morricone, who delivered an excellent atmospheric score, which was actually more Carpenter in its electronic minimalism than it was the maestros. The Carpenter season runs every Sunday in May, and for more information on those films and also what else is happening in Filmic, go to watershed.co.uk.